coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Shout out to all the empowered sisters out there. <laughs> do what you want to do. These women just nasty. We're going to do it just like that. What's up, family? You tuning to the Just Elders Podcast. We know it is weird. Bro, we back in the studio. <laughs> I said, I heard y'all need a shooter. So I started throwing the dice like I was shooting. Who put their hand on my butt? Do it again. Give me that. Give me that. I'm with that win. Man, that was me. Nah, look, let me tell you. And I always know when a nigga plays street craps when he comes to the table. Oh, wow. <laughs> right, how you can tell. To this day, I really want to see about that nigga. Like, go out with your kids you be on heightened alert because you're looking around trying to see like who's gonna try to fucking pull it so i wasn't gonna talk about this but i can talk about it <laughs> you know i got this theory that cruises are ran and operated by slaves i don't even care if they went first it was the spirit in which you did it <laughs> <laughs> One thing that was happening, exciting, that I was so ready to talk about when I was gone is Deion Sanders, bro. <laughs> Did what it is. You ain't fucking with your daddy. Like, that's the way to win right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your daddy got to be champion for you. <laughs> you if you want to be a baller, <laughs> you got to wear these. It's the new design. They just got us the new design. <laughs> Yeah, you saw him. You That's saw right. Him. It's triple B's, man. You know our flavor's getting tight. Like, I've been pressing for a long time, but now I got to collect. For me to go where I want to go, I got to do something I ain't never done. And to do that, I got to make decisions I ain't never made. The destination is not the vehicle. I'm good now. I appreciate you for the break. I appreciate the listeners for the break. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for chilling. It really has challenged me to really just kind of like, like compete in my own race. Like I be in my head, and we, I don't, we can keep what we keep, take away what we take away from this. Ready, born ready. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Shout out to all the empowered sisters out there. <laughs> Do what you want to do. If you're on YouTube, you know the vibes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man, you know what it is about sexy red? It has to be moving. <laughs> <laughs> it, it be that, it be that swap. It be that swap. I put the camera on you. It be sexy red. We be like that. It be like. Oh my god. Hey, it's that sexy red that little ghetto bad guy, Shawty. Yes. Back in the day, that I wasn't cool enough to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was nigga level. Cause she give you access. Hey, these 
women just natural. We're going to do it just like that. What's up, family? Tune to the Just Have the Podcast. How the podcast ever hit the airwaves? Super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. Say it every time, and I mean it every single time. Boop, 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 boop. Oh my God! You don't see Lotto, though. <laughs> I said, put Lotto back on the screen. <laughs> getting this great shit. Oh, oh man. Okay, 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 okay. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Lotto. God, he's getting this great. Goodness gracious! Oh my God! Oh my God! Music so goddamn nasty. <laughs> like I said, it's 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 so, it's so tough watching Lotto because it's like watching somebody grow up. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a little, little weird. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little weird. Damn. We know it is weird. Bro, we back in the studio. <laughs> yeah, man, we, took, we took a good little break. Last break. last time we dropped was uh, Saturday, the mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's, the break was on purpose. Let me just say that. That was definitely a, uh, a conscious break um, preparing for a harder run. I got some time. How was your break, man? What you doing? I mean, it was just a break from the studio, but it wasn't no real break. You know what I'm saying? Still was working, still had shit to do. So my my break is going to be my birthday. Bro. I'm just my head down to my birthday. To your birthday. So it's like I can see that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good little sixty day challenge and all that good shit. But it was a good break from the studio to organize everything. Get you know, oh, you see them chords. Load, load up these clips. Yeah, <laughs> you see them chords. I got all the chords. Load up these clips. Get some new equipment. All the good shit. Um. But yeah, my break, my birthday. I'm taking that whole whole week until my show. I'm gonna be four, five days, four, five nights. Be out. Oh, <laughs> I call that uh, uh, I call that set up language. You know, you, know, you gotta let them know now. You gotta re- you gotta reference it back. Yes, <laughs> you gotta reference it back. Like, hey, Sean, I told you. Well, this was definitely a break for me. Um, I uh, went on a cruise. Went to Bahamas. You know, that was my first cruise, definitely pre-COVID. It's been a minute since I've been on a cruise ship. And I was trying to figure out if I still liked it. You know what I'm saying? If I like, was going to enjoy it. And I had a blast on that ship. I ain't going to lie, bro. I'm on that thing. I slept. I, I was watching all these TikTok videos of like, you know, you put cruise in and you just kind of search. So I was watching all these videos of what people do creatively on cruises. So the one thing... Uh, they put the bed out on the patio. So you like kind of like looking at the ocean and shit. That shit did not work. <laughs> I don't know what cruise line they was on. <laughs> that shit was not working for me. But got some time to write in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, wrote my first first chapter officially. Uh, yeah, shout out, shout out. I, I, you got my critique. I sent it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And your critique made me like say I'm ninety percent done. I, I could tell. Like yeah. if, if I took it over the course of like the whole book, I'm like, okay, I see where you're going with it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I like the little I like the little nuggets you put in there for those old school entrepreneurs. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for them old school and entrepreneurs. Then I send I send it to my family. So I send it to you, I send it to my family and like three more people. And um my family was comparing it to my first book. And they're like, oh, this sounds way different voice, more mature. I'm like, well, I, I would hope it. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even try to compare it to the old book. I already knew it was gonna be more advanced. Cause I mean, hey, your hair longer. Right. <laughs> Come on. 
Like, you had a face. Like, if you know the 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 mindset between having a haircut and growing locks, yeah. automatically it's gonna be different. Yeah. So, so um, I got some chance. I didn't get a lot of time to write because uh, I wasn't really focusing on that. I pulled it out when I could. I slept a lot. Like I slept so much, I was sleepy. <laughs> Y'all know how to, you know how to do that. Yes, you know yes, what I'm saying. Yes. Like, yeah, I slept so much, I was sleepy. Like, I and you on a cruise, so all the food free. Like, so mm-hmm. I might sometimes I was just doing room ser- service. Sometimes I'll go upstairs and kick it. Spend a lot of time on that table. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the table, man. I ain't gonna lie. I got. I was having so much fun on the table. It was one night. Table was cold as I don't know. It, it had already kicked my ass that morning. And um, I so I walked away and I said I'll come back later that night. So that night, it kicking everybody's ass. So I remember it got to me, I had on a button-up shirt. But in my pocket, I had my uh uh Trey Young uh jersey on. So when it came to me, <laughs> I took off my butt, I took off my shirt and I threw the jersey on. I said, I heard y'all need a shooter. So I started throwing the dice like I was shooting basketball. And that shit started hitting, bro. But I had a roll for 14 minutes, bro. Like a 14-minute not-crap-out roll. Like, I'm talking about I had old white men at the table talking about, Ice Trader Gang. Ice Trader Gang. Ice Trader Gang. Like... We had a good time, man. Shout out to this one white guy named The Professor, man, out of Gainesville, Georgia. I called him. I named him The Professor because the way he was doing bets, he was fucking up the dealer. Like, he was doing the math for the dealer because how he was moving the table was fucking him up. I like, hey, man, that's the, that's the professor right there. So then I started this thing called Follow the Leader. So I like, whatever he did, I did. <laughs> and that shit worked. So look. Whatever he bet, I put that down. Whatever when he said, go up a unit, do uh, uh giving uh two one two on the uh big red world, play all the hard ways. He started doing all that shit. I'm like, yeah, whatever he do, I do it. So we start following the leader, and then everybody else start following the leader. Man, it was a good time. I had I had a great time. Look, it was in that bit like this. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Yo, yo, man with the bald head. Yo, <laughs> tell me what they said. Seven. <laughs> that was me, bro. <laughs> and look, he losing all in here, though. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm actually that's actually a great. What's so crazy? I don't even remember that episode. I was comparing it to goddamn, uh, uh, not Chris Rock, but uh, Chris Tucker on Rush Hour Two. Okay, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I said I remember that one because you remember he won and then he loses it all. Like, <laughs> but it works like that. See uh-huh. what I learned, you know. No one to hold them, no one to fold them. Yeah. <laughs> because I had the one row. You don't get no better than this. 14 minute row is like the record is 47 minutes. The world record for a crap row is 47 minutes non stop rolling. Meaning 
long as you don't crap out, you're good. So 47 minutes. So I went for uh 14 minutes, man. Mm. Right. Uh, it was a good time. It was fun, man. Like me and people, it was just good networking. So I met a uh, shout out to my mama, man. I met this woman. I was calling her mama on the ship with this older black lady. She from Detroit, but she got a uh, house in Bermuda. She was like, oh, you got to come see me in Bermuda. You're going to love it. Like, because what I would do, I always do certain stuff to, like, whenever you rolling, I bet a horn bet me and the uh, $5 horn bet me and the uh, the uh, roller, me and the shooter. And if it hit, you just won $35. I just won 30 You know what I'm saying? It'd be stuff like that. Or I put everybody on the hard ways. Hard ways, you can put them on the hard ways for a dollar each. But every time it hit, you get $10. So $1 bring you 10 So it's like, it's little small stuff like that. But uh, when I say I had a blast on this ship just relaxing, I wasn't even on the phone. I didn't even talk to you. Me and you didn't talk at all. I think I probably text you a few times. But I ain't talked to my mom. I ain't talked to my uh, none of my family. Derek didn't call me. I was just isolated, vibing on this ship. Had a good time. I'll be back. I'll be back. I was actually going to ask you if you wanted to go on a cruise for your birthday. Nah. <laughs> I already told you my mindset right now with cruises. I, I want to, but my mind ain't uh, fucking with no cruises. Why not, though? Uh, I don't want to be restricted to the to the water. I want to be able to just bust whatever move I want to bust. Because you got to realize my birthday and this vacation for my birthday, I ain't been nowhere... This has been like the first year. I ain't been nowhere all year long. I've been home all year. So when I leave, I want to be able to just do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I know the ocean, you don't be stuck on the boat. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. That's the only I, reason. I definitely can see that. So, listen, I ain't trying to get like this nigga. Who put their hand on my foot? <laughs> do it again. Give me that. Give me that. I'm with that win. Man, that would be 200000 sir. $200,000. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I ain't realized how much Desi look like this nigga. For the 27 years Mandela spent in that prison and couldn't get no justice and took all that crap. That's why I ain't gonna crap out. This one is for Mandela. Everything stays on the table. Don't nobody. That's Elgin. That's Elgin. You put that hat on. It was a black man with a hat on. <laughs> get down, get down. <laughs> that me. That oh, was man. me on the boat. Like, I don't have it so much. Because, you know, it, and you got to realize that we can move on, but crafts is so superstitious, superficial. Like, uh, Joe, you play crafts? On the street. Okay, I used to play street crafts. It, it definitely ain't the same. The street street crafts. They, like they be like highest roll. No, street crafts actually better than me. Nah. It's quicker. I like it. Real quick. Nah, look, let me tell you. And I always know when a nigga plays street craps when he comes to the table. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I can tell. I can tell. It, it's, it's, it's certain things because they take they make the most basic bet on the table, which is mm-hmm. the uh uh what they call the feel, the feel bet. So mm-hmm. if you pull up a picture of a, a crap board, you're gonna see the feel. It's these big numbers in front of you. It's like two, three, nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11, 12, mm-hmm. uh, 
if it hit a four fours on there too. But it's a lot of numbers. It seems like it's a lot, but it's mm-hmm. actually the hardest numbers to roll. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of numbers, but it's the hardest numbers to roll. Blue and, Joe. and whatever you get on there, you get double. So you, whenever I see, and, and you know how I learned that because my first time playing, I was rolling like a street nigga mm-hmm. on the field bet, but I had took two hundred to two thousand. So Ooh. I'm thinking the field was it. Then. I left Vegas and I went to uh, New Orleans. New Orleans kicked my ass. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up kicked my ass. Like, took everything I had. Then I go to uh, Vegas. I go back to Vegas mm-hmm. and I met this brother. And the brother broke it down to me why the field. But he said, he said, man, that's only for them. He he literally said, he said, bro, that's for athletes and rappers that don't know what they're doing. He said, that's an impatient one row bet. Mm-hmm. Niggas that put their money there don't know what they're doing. And he told me, like, look, there's a, he said, there's a four on the field, right? He said, there's a four on the top of the board. Why not put money on that four bit? So every time you roll four, you get it. Versus the field, every time you roll, it's a one roll bet. So he said, put your money on all the numbers up there. He literally laid out the game for me. <laughs> we out here playing like this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Shoot back. Slow yeah. yeah. down. Slow yeah. down. Go back. Yeah. Okay. 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 Shout out to Trey, man. Uh, his daddy, fella, man. He took all our money. He got us in the uh, house playing right. He said, oh, y'all gambling in my house? He said, how much money you got? Put your money down. And he played us, and he took all our money. And I thought it was a lesson. <laughs> I thought it was a lesson that, like, y'all don't need to be gambling. Like, he kept it. Oh, for sure. To this day, I really want to see about that nigga. Like, <laughs> I'm an adult now. I want to pull some dice out and get my money back from that nigga. Like, he took all our... i never forget that day, bro. He took all <laughs> I, I should call Trill right now. That man just took our money. I was mad as hell. Cause like I worried about to call my mama or somebody. <laughs> mama. <laughs> but hey man, it, it's 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 a good time. It's 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 a social uh game. It's a you know, and here's the thing. You don't put nothing out on the table that you ain't willing to lose. And that's how it is for me. Like, hey, I got I got a saying. I come to the table, I cash in my little uh hundred dollar, cash in my little seventy five dollar. I said, if you can't make it grow, I gotta go. That's the that's the name of the game. You can't make it grow, I gotta go. And you play with your little bit of money, and you just keep playing until you can got name build it up. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. I told you I was gonna go on the trip to see if I really like gambling, or was that just a one time thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that shit. I'm excited. Where you going for your birthday? Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Now, I won't say I ain't do nothing on the trip uh, on the break because I did take some time and um, you know what you call it? Con was in town. Dragon Con was oh, in okay, town. Okay. So you um, went out there? I went to Tiny Con. So they had Tiny Con for the kids. Oh. So uh, me. Uh, I'm about to say everybody uh, walking around looking like Ti. Yeah. He's <laughs> 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 <You> stupid. That's the good here with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shady Saturday. <laughs> All right, Cheddar. Um, nah, uh, so he went as a little Grogu, you know, Baby Yoda. He had, he had that outfit on. Yeah, yeah. And we went in there. Um, it's pretty cool. You know, you, going out with your kids is like what Joe Buddy be saying, too. When you go out with your kids, 
you be on heightened alert because you're looking around trying to see like who's gonna try to fucking pull it. And you know, I don't, I don't, I ain't gonna say who, but it's, it's a certain type that try to pull it every time mm. I'm out in public in these public Atlanta spaces. Mm. And how they try to pull it, they try to act like, oh, they don't, don't know what you say. They don't speak no English. I don't speak no English. Like, they don't know what you're saying. Bitch, I was in line. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, in yeah. front of you, oh, yeah. and you just trying to go around. Like, literally, oh, my yeah. shawty saw it. Like, we were waiting. It was a tractor. You know, all the kids taking turns. Parents generally know, okay, about five minutes to move on. So, the the parent was up there on the tractor. He saw us. We waited. He came down. We were next. So, we walking. I see the old Asian lady. She put pep in her step. Like, she literally picked the baby up, put pep in the step to try to beat me to the tractor. And I'm looking at her the whole time like, you're not finna pull it. Because, you know, I'm not, I, I ain't that type of nigga. Cool. So, she tried to pull it. what I do? Put my arm up. They ain't getting on the tractor. Come on, King. Get, get on this tractor. And I sat right here on this tractor. So then the other thing they did, so now it's her, I guess her grandson, and then the parents come. So the Asian man, he just starts, like, just walking around us, like, in a circle. Right? So I'm looking at him, and I finally was like, hey, we trying to enjoy this time. We need some pictures. You know, move back. And he looked at me like he didn't know how to speak English. So I looked at him. And I just stared at him. I'm staring at him like, uh, <laughs> I should put that diddy mean, you know, a boy like this. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that diddy <didn't> mean. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, are you really, you know, trying to pull it You're in? Trying, trying. It, luckily, you know what I'm saying? He just moved to the side. We did what we did. We left. But in my mind, I'm always thinking of if I'm not here, Who's you would have pulled it on my old lady and the baby. And, you know, women react to stuff differently than men. And then, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but I know because of how other cultures view women, when they come to America, they think women's supposed to be in their place too. And mm-hmm. when they come to our women, they don't do that. Like they'll be in place for you, but nigga, I don't know you. Right. So I'm not gonna be in place for you. And what's not gonna happen is a confrontation. But outside of that, um the only other stupid thing was we watching the damn Spider Man show and, and the dude just tried to just sit in front of us. Like he just literally just stepped in front of us. I had to say, Hey, Tap him on the hey, excuse me. He said, Oh, my bad. Bro, I know you fucking saw me, but the, the thing I hate about going out with kids in Atlanta in rich areas is that they're gonna try they're gonna pull it. They're yeah. gonna try it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna try it. Like now, I will say that is my only thing I don't like about cruises. So I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I can talk about it. <laughs> Cause I'm not doing what I was thought I was gonna do. But uh, <laughs> uh so it's Saturday. <laughs> you know, I got this theory that cruises are ran and operated by slaves. Got this. I believe everybody on that cruise is an endangered slave. Like they not there. It's it's the reason why you go on a cruise and they're so adamant about you scanning off, scanning on, because people that work on that ship can't get off. It, like 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 uh, the workers in Dubai, just like Dubai, Abu Dhabi to be more specific. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? And for those that know Abu Dhabi, what they do, they bring foreigners over, they take their passport, and if you make enough money, get your passport back. But you never paid enough to get your passport back. Digging the crates. The reason why Abu Dhabi was built 
faster than any other country ever because all of it's built on <laughs> slave labor. <laughs> all of it's slave labor. Anything built with slave labor gonna be quick. And when I was thinking about it, because the, the way the cruise happened, the cruise was a default thing because what I was trying to go got canceled, and I was trying to figure out how not to lose the money. So we were like, since we was already going to Florida, I'm just gonna go to a cruise. That's how the cruise came. But when I when I got on the cruise, that theory that I used to have about slavery is real, right? Because I've been thinking like, because it's the it's a few things that happen. One, they don't let people on and off the boat. Two. When they be trying to make them dance at dinner, you ever seen y'all ever seen them dance at the crew? At the crew, they got this entertainment where they be on the de- tables dancing, <laughs> like they just. And three, it's just like they at your leisure. Like it's somebody that's cleaning your room, and somebody like all day, every day is people tender and they putting food out. You eat all day. You can eat. There's on a cruise ship. There's twenty four seven. There's something to eat. 24-7, whatever you want is free. There's something to eat. There's about five different restaurants, two different buffets. There's always something to eat on a cruise ship. So the other thing is you see how they treat So you can know the status of somebody on a cruise, but we all got to keep our card because there's no cash. You got to do card, everything. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't got your card, you can't not do it. So they look in. I'm at the bar waiting, and he just keeps serving all these white folk. <laughs> Shit. So I'm chilling because I'm talking to people at the same time, but he keep, like, ignoring me and going to these folks. So I'm like, I said, hey, buddy. <laughs> you know, we started talking in, in that little fake accent. Mm-hmm. We talking, hey, buddy, I'm first. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm first. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So one second. I said, nah, bro. I'm first. I was before them. So then I dropped the card. I got a gold card. We don't. I don't spend enough money on the bus. It's my gold card is gold versus they card. This little red card. The only highest level is the platinum. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, bro. I'm a. Then you see the card. I'm like the white boy even said, "Oh man, you got a gold card. That's <laughs> right. Must be a baller." <laughs> so, this little country white boy from Florida, whatever. But. It be like that. You have to advocate mm-hmm. for yourself as a, if you are African-American in this experience we call America, you have to advocate for yourself in every way, whether it's you're a parent and you're looking at your kids on the playground, you're a student and you're in school, you're a, a regular person on a crew. Like you have to literally advocate for yourself because people would treat you how society has taught them to treat us. And then, you know, you being you being your head about it when they try to hit you with the, uh, well, you know, it's not that much racism. And, you know, it's kind of like how you are experiencing it, right? Because was he skipping you or was he just doing his job? And could you have just waited to be patient to no. get your drink? Like, no, motherfucker, I know and, what he was and doing. And the thing is, truth be told, I don't even care if they went first. It was the spirit in which you did it. <laughs> See, see, I actually could have waited. You're right about that. But you did it because they were white Mm -hmm. and I was black and you felt like it was okay. You felt like it was more of an urgency to serve them and not serve me. So, nah, bro, I ain't with that. But I feel you on that. I feel you how you got to, people will try or people try to pull it Mm -hmm. all the time. You just got to be aware and check that stuff. But other than that, great break. Great break. I would say, now... (laughs) 
And the last thing I'll say about shit is this. Um, I've come to the conclusion, like, I don't, I'm not going to go out as much unless it's for an experience. Mm. Because we also went to a restaurant. And lately, and I don't know, we've been talking about it too. I feel like everybody's been saying it. Lately, when you go out to eat, the food just really ain't hitting like it used to. The customer service don't hit like it. Unless you know you're paying for the experience. Yeah. Outside of that, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you go to breakfast at Barney's. It's a nice experience, quote unquote, but it's not slapping like how it was when it first came out. Like, it's just basic service. I'd rather take that and, you know, enjoy something, have the kids be happy and buy food to cook at home. You know what I'm saying? Or pay for, like, snacks or you know, good ice cream, something like that. But I like think it's better. Customer service just sucks. And also just staying away from all of the, the hype. So shout out to, you know, Barney, a.k.a. Poncho. You know what I'm saying? I love that, brother. But if I'm ready to eat, bro, I'm not going nowhere. I know the line two hours. That, yeah. I'm just not. I actually expect the customer service to be what I get because it's a two-hour wait for a meal that they want you to eat in 20 minutes you know so <laughs> exactly that part so i think i think you gotta go find these places off the beaten pad you know what i'm saying like prime example i went to the movies i didn't go to the movie i typically like to go to phipps i don't know if you don't see equalizer three yet nah I, so you want to see it i want to okay. see it i want to see it <laughs> i went i went to amc north of the cab mall amc 16 oh nigga <laughs> Hell no, nah, <laughs> bro. Nobody in the theater. <laughs> That's a bad experience. You you get mad when you get there because you're like, hold on, I had to pay for this. I could have just walked in. Like, Anybody there, bro? I don't care. The ticket was only six dollars. Oh yeah, it'd be cheap. It's a six dollar ticket. Anywhere else, it would have been twenty eighteen dollars, dog. Mm-hmm. Same popcorn, same slushy, bro. I'm straight. But it's a different experience, though, because, you know, you go to the iPick, you'd be nice and cozy and cool. Man. North Dakota don't got I the pick, IMAX. IPick, I'll give you that. They don't got the I IMAX get, 3D. I, I don't care about that. I'll give you, because... Equalizing in 3D. I, one, <laughs> one equalizing 3D. Half these movies that y'all saying 3D ain't 3D. Yeah, you right. Like, yeah. like, it's very few movies where, like, damn, I felt Avatar, the 3D. Avatar was the last But that's an yeah. Avatar. Yeah. That's a 3D movie. And Men in Black 3. That was since Avatar. A lot of people sleep on that. That was a made for three D movie. Yeah, like, that shit was but a, but a lot of these fuck, they be having yeah, one little. Yeah, yeah it'd be, it be the glasses. You take the glasses off. You like, man, this shit regular. It's the same goddamn movie. So all I'm saying is, yeah, I went to a, a theater that was cheap. Yeah, yeah, nobody was in there, so I'm able to kind of just lay back on the seat, do what I want to do. Oh, yeah, now, you, oh, you can take food, food in there. Now I can imagine. Now, <laughs> now I will say, I pick is different. Yeah. Now that's worth the experience, but mm-hmm. even Phipps, Phipps regular now. You know, yeah. What I'm saying? No, no, no. Outside of like an eye pick, eye pick is it? Yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. I pick probably the best. It used to be fork and screen. The, it used to be a cinema bistro. Yeah, I was about to say cinema bistro, but they got too they, expensive because it's not worth it. And they don't Studio, fell off. And the movie grill used to be straight, and I feel like they kind of came back because they've adjusted their menu but unless i'm going specifically for like that imax 3d strong picture yeah i, I could do north the cab or, or ncg i fuck with ncgs because they cheap tickets too. Yeah. so but shout out to i told y'all i think i told them all 
I felt like three, they were going to do it right. And I ain't going to talk about it because I wanna, want you to see right, it. I'm, I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. Talk about it next part. I fucked with the movie. Huh? I fucked with okay. the movie. And can you know, normally they be doing them Home Alone endings. You know what I'm saying? They were kind of corny. It'd be like, it'd be a serious movie. Then he sitting booby traps at Home Depot. The only thing I want to know that you can spoil for me. Huh? The Queen Latifah show She's up. in this motherfucker. Hey, okay, okay. All right, all right. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. That's all I want to know, bro. <laughs> Who you calling the bitch? I fuck with Queen Latifah, bro. So I'm going to bring Ma back. Ma, you were yeah, wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. You said it was going to be corny. I mean, from opening scene to closing scene. Like, you know, the movie, they don't only give you one good fighting scene. Yeah. On two is when the white boys did the thing. On one, it was the train. Mm-hmm. Like, they gave you four of those type scenes. All right. So, I'm excited to see that. Now, let me ask you this. Did they play the preview for his son's movie? You yes, bro. That's the one I want to see. Yes, dog. Look. And, and, and it's so AI. It's yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, look. I, I knew that shit fucked you I, up. I don't think it pissed me off. Uh, like, why the smart baby got BH? <laughs> <laughs> I said, they always, they always going to try to pull it. <laughs> they always going to hey, try to pull it. I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and what hospital, <laughs> and what media went to. They always going to try to pull oh it. Oh, my God. But now, hey, look, that one look, was good. They pulled it at the end, too, uh, of Equalizer 3. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they pull it in uh, every every Denzel movie, e- they pull it. Equalizer 3, bro. Will you see why all of this happened? Oh, yeah. I can believe it. Well, you see, it happened for this it was like Man on Fire with the little white girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's all, yeah. I it's, just forgot the name yeah. for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But now, <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Now I see Queen Latifah in it. <laughs> it was good. It. it was good, man. But look, I've been back, man. Uh, one thing that was happening, exciting, that I was so ready to talk about when I was gone is Deion Sanders, bro. And y'all know me. I've been telling I don't like Dion doing all that dancing. Yeah, you have been on Dion. I been, I, I said he got to win. I said, bro, you got to come out and win. And it ain't even about Dion right now. It's about his son, bro. Bro, I'm talking about your boy is so exciting on that field for me. Like, not only that, it's only two games, and he almost at 1,000 yards. Your first game coming out the gate, you at 500-something yards. Second game, you at 400-something. He almost had 1,000 yards after two games, bro. Bro might throw for 5,000 yards this season. Like, that's literally realistic and possible based off how he's playing. Travis Hunter looking good. I was about to say, I would buy him too. Uh, Travis Hunter looking real good. Shout out to Wings. Wings looked real good last game. He really was the one kind of stunting on the uh, receiver. Travis Hunter being a uh uh what they call a uh, what they call a iron dog on both sides. He on both sides of the field, just like his daddy Dion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid! That's not his daddy. Nah, that's his daddy, bro. I'm telling you, I, I promise you, it's gonna come out. He just gotta get. We gotta run the ring with him first. It's gonna come out. That's his son. Cause when I say that boy playing like he prime time, dog, like. And the first the first game was actually exciting because they won by like one, right? Mm-hmm. But this second game, it was a Dion win. That was a convincing win. Like y'all won by a spread, and y'all came out there looking good, looking confident. 
And I'm just enjoying every one of these press conference because they ain't holding no tongue back. They saying what they want to say. It's just exciting time, man. So I do want to say, Dion, thank you for doing what I asked you to do. I've been on them. Y'all, y'all been hearing me talk shit about him the whole time, dancing with an old white lady wearing a cowboy hat. I, I wasn't feeling none of that. But <laughs> he out here winning, and that's all I asked for. So you got that clip I sent you putting it up. Here's Sanders looking across the middle, caught, and they'll go down at midfield. This time it's Jimmy Horn Jr. The South Florida this is a couple of them. Nice job of him getting inside of that safety. A look at the boy. Look at him in the pocket. Look at him looking good. I know Sanders is hyped by his son being the quarterback, too. I know. That was this one we said. No, that wasn't the one I said. That wasn't the one. He just moved like that every time, man. Exactly. Shadour Sanders to the sideline. What a throw. That's crazy. Travis Hunter with the catch. Cause he had a wide open, he could have ran that motherfucker. Where they playing? They practicing with these boys. That shit they do at practice. They playing against Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> Here's Sanders to throw it. Steps up with a then he slid him like one of those skill quarterbacks. He's he, he not like his daddy played baseball. Anytime you see two safeties deep and man underneath, the quarterback can run. There's nobody responsible for the quarterback just playing every play the whole game, which Hunter has done so far here today. Sanders delivers and it's caught at the 41. Sanders winds up far side on the money. Great throw. Nice. Colorado with a great opportunity here. Sanders sideline. First down at the 30 yard line. Can uh, Sanders I, I the Here's Sanders looking. Sanders winding up. He's got it. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah, here's Sanders. Look at it, Doc. Yeah. Look at it, Doc. Like, I got it. Go ahead and it, man. Go ahead and it. Duh. It made me mad the game so sold out. That's a Madden play right there. Yeah, yeah, man, man. Run that that route. Area, I want that number two. Second down and eight at the 39. Nebraska jumps offside. Free play for Sanders. Over the middle. Caught for first down. Oh, get off. Oh, get off. Oh. Still on the move. Last week against TCU, Sanders. Here's that tunnel screen caught by Weaver. First to See, speed. Weaver was playing. Well, I said wings, but I meant line. Weaver. Sanders. Empty backfield. Right. Here's Shador with time. Shador. He's going to play outside of Sanders. Breaks contain. Fires it down the field. Oh, no, nah, it wasn't even that one. Hey, well, you know why I gotta get that Deion Sanders jersey? I mean, that uh, Sanders jersey too. That was my cousin Jared number. Oh, two. Yeah. And he played quarterback. Second down and six. Underneath. Third down and ten at the thirty-seven. Well, they balled out on me, but man. Sanders in trouble. Fire. Look at this. Oh. So much trouble and we out. The and at the 20 yard line goes Xavier Weaver. 
See the one I'm saying? We even balled out, bro. He balled out, bro. Like, if, 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 if uh, Dion figured out how to get that game. running game, oh, it wasn't going to be crazy. I know, man. Everybody he play against is an opportunity. That nigga right number 22. Already. Shadour Sanders under pressure. Bounces. Takes his time. Guns it. Yeah. Come on, bro. I pull it. He poised, bro. He poised. He's sitting there. Look at how he's going to shoot. Look at the shot All right, look at it. He's calm. He ain't wrestling. That was a good block. That was a perfect block by the running back. Oh. And that's all that traffic. That's traffic. First down at the 30. Sanders bouncing. Sanders throwing. Caught at the 15. I just like how he patiently sitting in that pocket. That old line giving him time to do what he needs to do. This might be one of those rare times when we get to see a great passed on to a son. Bro, we talk about it all the time. We talk about it. I think, you know what, though? You know what, though? I figured out the hat. I know how I know how Dion did it. This had multiple sons. You know what I'm saying? He, he gotta, you have to keep going. Because that first one was supposed to be. The one that did video? Yeah, whatever he did, the guy, you do video. Who's who's up next? And if he wouldn't have did it, my adopted son would have did it. You know what I'm saying? Damn. That, that's Travis. You know what I'm saying? So, because hold on, how many sons he got? I think he got. I think he got. He got. Two. He got three. He got three. Yeah, he got the one to do the video. He got the one to play DB, and then he got the one playing quarterback. Because the one, the one that's a DB wears number twenty one. Let's see, three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he got three. I mean, I've been paying attention to this. Travis is, but, but it was Dion Junior. That's the one that yeah. did the media. Yeah, yeah Dion yeah. Junior, the one that just punched. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what happened. Magic, <laughs> Magic should have kept going. Magic had one. <laughs> <laughs> that what happened. I get it. So you have multiple. Oh yeah, because because I didn't even know Shadow was playing safety for Colorado. Because yeah. right now uh, Shador the one do with it. So you know, and, and Shadow and not. He ain't scrubbing out there, so he don't want to. He don't want to get the hoes. Yeah, he's he just more Seth than yeah. Steph. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, but Shador, but they both in the league. You know, Shador the one. So you got you got Junior, who got name. You know, that's that's what they fuck up at. Thank you for the content. Yeah, I mean, and I ain't gonna. It's like Bronny. You know what I'm saying? Bronny's still going hoop, but it's the second one. Man, what's the, what's the update on him? Oh, they said he cleared. They said he cleared it. It, he was, it was a heart. It was a heart palpitation thing. Let me see, some with his heart, but they say he's clear though. He's clear though. So. Damn, that shit. That that was crazy. And that's been happening to a lot of athletes, bro. A lot of young athletes out here. I don't know what what's going on, but uh, athletes been going crazy. Yeah, cause they all uh, they put out the report. Uh, Lakers said that if he's if he goes for draft in twenty twenty four, they're gonna pick him up. They already said it. Oh yeah, see, that's what happened. Your daddy in the back office, <laughs> so it's guaranteed you can do what you want to do. So, uh, then valued at seven million dollars, LeBron James' son Bronny gets the ultimate honor with a nearly sold out thirty million dollar Nike merch deal. You feel like they balling uh, more than the Ball Brothers? Hell no, nah. hell no, nah. not yet, not yeah. yet. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know yet, but, but right now, them ball. Hey, look, because even, <laughs> even Melo, when he was young, Melo would eat up LeBron James youngest. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For yeah, sure. like they not balling at the same level. Like so, I ain't letting the legacy of the Ball Brothers just die. Right now, they the ones just representing in this but, thing. But um, wasn't some twins that got drafted? We ain't heard nothing from them. See, the issue is they don't fuck with their daddy like that. <laughs> See, <laughs> like when you, when you, when you, look, hey, live what it is. You ain't fucking with your daddy. Like, that's the way to win right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your daddy got to be champion for you. Like, them twins had that one headline. Have you heard from them one time? Maybe, maybe, maybe they dad getting them ready. You know maybe next season. Maybe next season. All I'm saying is the ball brother, you seen him coming out with some new shoes. Oh, it's you see I'm over here looking for. I'm ready. I'm, I'm about to put I ain't give my man some promo. Hey, hey, Mine on the way. My, see, if you ain't wearing them, you ain't a baller. I like the I I get it. If you ain't wearing these shoes, bro, you're not a baller, bro. Only these are for ballers. These are baller shoes. Whether it be baller. Physically, what, ha- what happened to the first set that was supposed to have came out though? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I charged it to the game. <laughs> hey, he was going through a lot, you know what I'm saying? But the new ones, I thought the new ones, they just gave him the uh, I ain't gonna lie, I fuck with his name, but them shits. I thought they gave him the uh, what you call it, deal. Hey, hey, them things so ugly. I fuck, look, let me tell you, everybody know I'm a fan of LeVar Ball. I believe LeVar Ball single-handedly put his sons in position to win. And he took the bullet on a lot of stuff. But I feel like when LeVar Ball goes wrong, it be this ugly bullshit that he be putting out on their merch. Like, it, you can see the old schoolness in his promo and his products. Like, these shoes right here, where <laughs> the motherfuckers are. <laughs> you, if you want to be a baller, you gotta wear these. This the new design. They just got us the new design. <laughs> Those shits look like some pleases. <laughs> Them things so ugly, man. Man. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna lie. This, this is the ones I like. The, you, we talking about the slippers, right? We talking about the slipper, yeah. The video you talking about, the one I'm talking about. If you like those, bro, that that you like those, like you like the Balenciaga trap bag. I tell you what, these right here coming soon. So you got to get the whole ensemble, triple B style. Hey, cut. <laughs> look at them shit. Look like. Yeah, you saw them. You That's saw right. Them. It's triple B's, man. You know our flavor's getting tight. You got to get our this shirt. Greatness takes balls. Look how clean it is. Greatness now, if you're in the fashion, balls, get this black and gold. <laughs> I'm going to tell shirt. you what. These right here, coming soon. But look at them pops. So you got to get the whole ensemble. <laughs> triple B like style. Olives. These the coldest, softest shoes in the game. They look soft, though. Look how, look how comfortable. Go, go back. Look how comfortable they look. They look soft, man. I'm fucking with it. Look at that. <laughs> JJ, tap in, man. Let us know these hot or not, man. Should you fuck with these? Come, come to the collector, man. Come to the collector. Let if, us if, know. If man. the collector ain't buying them, they ain't hot. They bro. ain't hot. They ain't hot. <laughs> they ain't hot, bro. <laughs> fuck that, man. Oh, man. But now, I fuck with LeVar Ball, man. you right. He single handedly got his sons in the league. Yeah, I fuck with him. All I'm saying is, we've had this conversation of what it looks like for a great and the transfer the greatness over. 
Um, I felt like we were going to see it with Kobe and his daughter. I know we were going to see it with that. Oh, like, honestly, they lost their chance to get more money because Kobe wasn't going to let his daughter pay play for oh, peanuts. Hell no. Like, hell no. It was, I feel like that's the only reason even now that they be pushing that WNBA so hard because that was Kobe's uh, pet project. for Yeah, he had moved people. over. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody did it the way he was going to do it. Like, he was literally locking in over there. So, we were going to see it with Kobe. That was the one I was excited about. This Deion Sanders thing is the most excited thing happening in sports to me. No shade to Coco. I want to talk about her next. But this Deion Sanders, like, he 2-0, bro, for a team that has had a losing season for the last 15 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's looking like Denzel on, say, the last dance. <laughs> I mean, I say last dance, but remember the Titans. I feel like <laughs> I feel like he, he giving me that Denzel vibe. So, hey. We're going to see from there. Shout out to Coco. I seen she just won. Uh, I like that she was cussing out the uh, empires. The empire was trying to cheat her. And then they had, you seen the video, she was cussing them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was like, bro, you keep delaying the shot. You keep delaying the shot. I go at the same space. And folk don't, again, going back to people trying it. Not, not even that. So that was the first one she cussed out on. Uh, look at this second one. Like they've they, they been pulling it. They have been pulling it this whole time she's been playing. So yeah. in tennis, you're not supposed to. You're not allowed to rest. Right. You're allowed to eat, stand up. You eat, you drink. You know, but you can't sit down. Right. She's sitting down, and then the ref just watching her sit down. And Coco the whole time on the ref ass, like, you're not finna play with me over here. She's sitting down over here. And I beat her. And I'm the champion. Like, all this shit you gotta advocate. To do. You gotta advocate, man. You, you gotta, gotta advocate to. for yourself. You gotta, you gotta to. advocate for your children. You gotta advocate for your brothers, your sisters. And you gotta teach your children how to be advocates for themselves, too. But that's the only reason why I do it so hard in front of my kids, because I'm like, I might not be here. I'm, I'm not gonna be here every time. Because you're gonna have to you, go out in this world and face that. If you don't do it, they will pull it every time. Yeah. And then you'll be wondering why you got to work extra hard to beat this motherfucker. They were sitting down resting. Because if you would have sat down, you would have got you a penalty. Yeah. And she literally just sitting there. Yeah. And popped her ass right up as soon as she got <laughs> pointed to her. Because, like, you know you weren't supposed to sit down. You know what I'm saying? So, but shout out to Coco, her. Man. Another, another young black girl since Serena. And she, she out of Georgia. Georgia. Oh, she from Georgia? She from Georgia. I don't what know part what part. Yeah. She from Georgia. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. Now, they were trying to say she was Atlanta, but I know they're saying that because they were proud. They said Atlanta native. I don't think she's from Atlanta, but I definitely know she's from Georgia. What part? Where's she from? I keep seeing born in Atlanta, but. You know. Yeah. Is it Amaretta, Atlanta? That's what I wanted to say on the uh, Georgia Instagram page. <laughs> I'm like, is it Amaretta, Atlanta? Or did she go to school with Marietta? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's I'm trying to figure I ain't you know seen that? enough. Doug and May, you know, you know how them Negroes be like. They love, like, oh, that's an Astro, that's an Astro. Yeah, like yeah. that's why I think she from like Marietta, but Georgia bred. You know what I'm saying? Killed her thing. It's definitely exciting. Uh, black people, man, we just resilient. Yeah. We just resilient. We winners. We uh, if we lock in, I do want to give a shout out to uh. 
uh, speaking of black people, just all the black businesses for National Black Business Month at the Russell Center. Um, that thing officially, we reached our goal. We definitely went over $100,000. Just the people contributing alone, we was right at 70 something thousand. Uh, seventy seven thousand. But when we added all of the receipts from the Russell Center, we write at four hundred thousand. All right, all right. Yeah, like I mean, the Russell Center, all the money they spent with Black Ben from construction to uh, uh, catering to you name it. You know, a lot of money has been put out to Black businesses in the month of August. So that was fun. Creating the content was fun. Shout out to the whole team on that whole process. Of us just getting creative. You know what I'm saying? We created some real dope shit last month, this month. So more and more of that to come, man. More and more of that to come. But, you know, what it, what it did do, though, but for real, for real, all of this has really, it really has challenged me to really just kind of like, like compete in my own race. Like, I be in my head. And we, I don't, we can keep what we keep, take away what we take away from this. But, like, I be in my head, man, like, about, I know there has been significant growth in this. But you be so inside of the business. You know what you know the saying where they say you got to work on the business and not in the business? Like, I've been working in the business consistently for the last two to three years, and I've definitely seen the growth. But because I'm not working on the business, I'm not watching it the way I'm supposed to. So recently, during this break, that's what this break allowed me to do. This break allowed me to just kind of like sit down, look at numbers, look at projections, look at, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of stuff I've been doing on this break. And I'm like, so before I did it, I was just kind of looking at a shiny opportunity, what we call good distractions. I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a good distraction, and to do that good distraction, it would have caused me to do a whole bunch of other stuff. So it made me kind of like dive deeper in what I'm doing. So when I start looking at all this stuff, I'm like, damn, man, we actually. <clears throat> well, let me, well, let me ask you this: What sparked it? Because when you hit me about it, I don't know if you can tell through my response on the messages, but I was like, I want to wait till I see you in person. What sparked it for me was the demand, personal demand on me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. family, you know what I'm saying? Like just it's just a lot of shit I got to do. It's just a lot of demand, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of like, yo, can you support here? Like mm-hmm. how can I supply this demand that's on me? And build something up so I can do this on an even better level. So that's what that's what sparked it. Mm, mm. Personal demand. Yeah, I figured that. I, I, I figured it was something like that. As great as it was to be in the room, for them to pull up their systems and see that, dang, well, for them to pull out their equipment, like, dang, okay, using the same equipment. For them to pull up their system, like, boom, we actually even got a better system. You know what I'm saying? For them to, like, to look at how like mm. close you were to it. And then, you know, the real thing, and I talked to somebody else about this and I got to have a conversation with him. It's like, you get, you got an opportunity that I would kill for, and you ain't taking this shit serious. 
you or your people ain't taking this serious. And I feel like I'm taking this way more serious than you had. That's why I was like, when I had a conversation, I was like, yo, yeah, yeah. we need to do something because... Because I, that's how I see it. Like, we got something coming up this week. We're going to see how it go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't need no... <laughs> I need some tangible shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's like when you're on the table, the crap table, like you can either press or collect. Press mean don't give me my money. You take what I want and put it on the table so I can get more money back. Or you can collect and get pay me what you owe me. Mm-hmm. I'm in collect mode right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I don't press. I've been pressing for the last 10 years I moved up here. That's why I'm at where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What pressing looks like, supporting this, supporting that, you know what I'm saying? Showing up for this, showing up for that. Like, I've been pressing for a long time, but now I got to collect. Mm-hmm. I got too much on this table. You know what I'm saying? This table is the community or this this city or this industry. Like I, I don't put too much out on the table, too much energy, too much resources. Now I need it all back. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was for me because I'm in collect mode and it made what this break made me realize, okay, for me to go where I want to go, I got to do something I ain't never done. And to do that, I got to make decisions I ain't never made. So I made that decision because that what I thought what it was. But I'm glad I went there, right? I'm glad I went there cuz it really made me go around the world. Like I bro, I ain't a lot over this break. I mean, you I've been texting you lightly, but you really don't know how like no it's, it's i felt it i sound like it. like the way, the way we were talking it sounded like you were because you even being back but not back let me know that you was still doing things and then even you yeah. saying well i this is how i feel but i'm gonna talk to this person i got a couple more stops to make Bro. it just sounded like you know you were making your ways coming to a conclusion and then for me i know i was gonna see you today yeah. so i was like we'll be spotted by i had to go talk to all my advisors i had to go talk to like and that was even telling, you know what I'm saying? Because you go to people and asking them about something, and it shows you, like, how people see you or how much you've grown or, you know, can people see you on that level or can they expect you to make that level of move? Like, it, it was it was telling. All of it was telling for me. And how I came back to what it was, it was just when I really just sat down and just looked at it and really would just start paying attention in between, I'm like, oh, okay, I got something here. I got something here. But for me, I always, I told y'all this a long time ago. The destination is not the vehicle. This is a vehicle that I feel like can get me to a destination of financial freedom, uh, you know what I'm saying, financial security, uh, generational and legacy wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. legacy is the biggest thing. Like, we always talk about, you know, legacy, legacy, how we build legacy and how we start like, but legacy ain't got shit to do with doing what you love has everything to do with that money. It's some niggas left legacy doing some boring ass work, but they was able to leave something behind so their kids could do what they wanted to do. So, so the reason why I was even having those conversations and for the listeners that's listening, having a conversation of pivoting out of where I'm at right now, like, because it wasn't bearing the fruits that I needed to bear. It was bearing, like if I was a, if I was a dude that's okay with right now, mm-hmm. if I'm okay with having a pretty high car, having a house, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm okay with just that, I would stay where I'm at. But where I'm thinking is, my parents are getting older, mm-hmm. 
And when my mom had a car accident and she couldn't work, because my parents were entrepreneurs, they ain't really have this retirement shit set up like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at, again, if I was a just worried about me type dude, we probably wouldn't be having these conversations. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yo, maybe I got to sacrifice something that I love to do what I got to do for the people I love. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Because that, that actually matters more to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what this break was about. I needed a break to goddamn rest, but the break was really me just looking at, because I look at how hard I went in August. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm looking at like, bro, I'm going too hard for it just to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, and then I, I'm also around a lot of people that's winning. Birds of a feather flock together, all that. So I'm paying it. And I'm in this, I'm in this, that, that's the other thing. And I was talking to my mentor about this. If I was building a construction company, like I could literally know who to talk to, what to set up, and how to do it. Mm-hmm. If I was building a mechanic shop, a Hell, if I wanted to start a doctor's office, like... They all have blueprints. Yeah. Clear blueprints. What I've learned, even with being in with this... I've learned that nobody has a blueprint for what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, nobody really knows. They just throwing money. They got the resources to throw something at it. And that's what it is. And see will it come back. Yeah. So... I find myself in this situation all the time because I didn't go to college, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't go to college, the four years where everybody had a clear measuring stick of success, mine has always been myself to determine, am I doing good? And a lot of times you put that on money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? College students graduate considered successful, but they broke it in. Anybody yank and they in debt, hiring yeah. many thousands, but it's considered successful because there was a a clear measuring system. I didn't have that, right? So I was always battling what am I doing right? What am I doing wrong? Because I'm judging it to the money I got and I'm judging it to the network I'm around. And that network is typically people with way more money than me. And they're older than you. Yeah, way more older than me too. So you know, it's always been a thing where you envy being inside of a system because a system is a clear guided system to what success is. Because on, on, the, on the other side, when you're doing it on your, your own, success is typically tied to some external ass shit, yeah. which typically falls back on money. So if you ain't got all the money what you're supposed to have, you're like, uh, am I winning? You know what I'm saying? And then you look like, damn. I'm actually doing better than a lot more people out there. Like when I, especially sitting down with my accountant was eye opening for me. That was like an eye opening situation. But saying all of this to say, like you got to run your own race. You got to play your. You got to play your uh, whatever your sport is, whatever your game is, and run your late race and be okay if you didn't win this game. It's all about winning the season. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like I lost some games that I wanted to win. But then when I looked at all of it, it's like, yo, you had a winning season last year. You actually up this year to win this season. So that's kind of what it, all that shit was for me. That shit was just like, 
I was like, bro, let me, before I do anything, let me just stop. Yo, Keith, we'll come back on the 10th. But I do, I, I did like the fact that <clears throat> because you are willing to make some changes and pivot in certain directions, that means that even within what we got to do, if yeah. we got to pivot. Because there's no do. blueprint for what we're building, it's also ever-changing. And when things are ever changing and the economy is changing and the politics is changing and life is changing and people getting older, uh, having that stability feels like security. But now, it's it really kind of been since COVID. Since COVID, I feel like the ability to pivot is way more secure than having that stability. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, like, so for me, that's why I told you, I went all the way around and realized, oh, that's what I got to do. I got to drop that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I really started paying attention to it. I was like, damn, that right there has messed up my weekly standard meeting I need to do, my scheduling. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. And then when I looked at it, it's like it ain't even that significant to the overall contribution of what I'm doing anyway. Mm-hmm. It has other bigger significance, but you don't necessarily lose it for that. So yeah. at this point, you won't lose it. Yeah. There was a time where probably, yeah, you made that pivot, you would have lost it. Now it's so secure. Like you said, it's collection time. Yeah. Right? You've made your bets. You've won. It's there on the table. Now I got to collect. I got to collect. So that's what it was. So it looks different. It feels different. Like I think even potting in this room is significant to where I'm at in my mindset. You know what I'm saying? This is this is where the lunch pad. <laughs> where it started. Yeah, well, we got the official lunch pad, right? Mm-hmm. So this is where it started in this one room. Just thinking about the growth, what we done did out of this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm good now. I appreciate you for the break. I appreciate the listeners for the break. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for chilling. Uh, but you know we done said this before, and I think every time we say it, we deliver. Before we're like, oh, we about to go to two weeks, and we always deliver. But I think what they see next is definitely. A different energy for me. Mm-hmm. I'm in a different position. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's a different energy for both of us. Cause yeah. like, even going to video, being on camera, uh, launching what we about to launch, it requires a different role. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the way we do this pie is gonna be different than how we do that over there. And you know, because there is no blueprint, we also get a chance to like be a blueprint. Cause I see it, and I know it needs to be done. Right. I know what I got to do. Yeah. I feel like you know what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why we work good with each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was, uh, I honestly, I would have been interested to hear that conversation, but I worked it out myself. <laughs> One day I'm going to just not be talking in code with y'all when I break it all the way out. Well, you know man. what? And if y'all want us to stop talking in code, man, boost this motherfucker <laughs> up, man. Share this motherfucker. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Get the comments going, all that. that shit. Because, you know, you know, once you cross a certain threshold, I talk about everything. Yeah. Y'all gotta get me there. Y'all gotta get me. Like Joe said. Y'all gotta get me there. <laughs> but, hey, nah, this is good. I'm excited, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, let's work, man. Uh, I don't got nothing to say. Yeah, me either. Hey, man, uh, we back, though. (laughs)
We'll see y'all. Uh, what is this drops on Wednesday? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see y'all on Saturday, man. We say it every week. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Just Eldridge Podcast. Old boys in the back. <laughs> It's that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hear perspective. We only keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, 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 oh. It's just Eldridge. It's just Eldridge. Tune in on the podcast. Tune in on the podcast. Yeah, real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.